0: Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. 7 a.m. Hello and welcome to Bad Romance. I'm Jordane
1: Searles. And I'm Bronwyn Isaac.
0: And this week we are doing 2005's Just Friends.
1: Whew, it is uh it is a work of terror. <laughs> it, it, it has, I don't know. I had to pace during this one. It was, it was an angry. It was an. This angry was an watch. angry
0: viewing. Yeah, yes, like absolutely. last week was a very like we loved it. Watch this yes. is a very much like we hate it. Watch and it is directed by someone named Roger Cumble. It, <laughs> which is, <so> funny. <laughs> it is a funny name. It's kind of fun to say. Uh, Roger Cumble, director of. Cruel Intentions. Writer and director of Cruel Intentions, and writer and director of Cruel Intentions 2, which was originally supposed to be a TV show, and then it didn't get picked up, so then it got recut into a movie. He's responsible for both of those. And The Sweetest Thing, which is like one of the few, like one of the earlier Raunchy Women comedies. I remember there's a bit in The Sweetest Thing where Selma Blair is giving a blowjob and then she gets like her mouth stuck on like a cock ring or something like that. Like it's something like that. Or she has, or she has a, tongue ring and it gets stuck on the dick either way they have to call the fire department have oh you ever, my seen, gosh. Have no, you ever I haven't. seen the sweetest
1: thing <laughs> oh wait no yes i have i remember yeah that movie's insane it was
0: on comedy central a lot yeah
1: i i do remember that yeah so i also feel like selma uh has had multiple like tongue ring like roles <laughs> or like oh, belly yeah. button ring tongue ring oh like, yeah, she was yeah, very yeah. much like peg hold pigeon hold in that as just peg like this, hold. yeah yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. um and then, and then they he directed this film that we have, and then College Road Trip, uh, wonderful. Directed some of uh, a Selma Blair TV show. He really likes Selma Blair. Uh, that di- that's something we have in common. He directed. <laughs> Furry Vengeance. Wow. Too Wow. Intense. What furry is that? Vengeance.
1: Have you seen that? It's the thing where,
0: like, uh, Brendan Fraser is trying to, I think, like, bulldoze a forest, like, to, like, open up some condos or something. It's, like, something like evil businessman is ruining nature kind of thing. And then the animals rise up against him.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I kind of want to see it
1: on my own time. It's one of, I've
0: heard it's, like, one of the worst movies ever made i mean fun. it
1: like i can't imagine how it could be good like i can't <laughs> truly can't fathom how that plot could go well uh
0: yeah so this is this is the director that we're working with why why did why is there another cool intentions thing is this like wait what okay apparently there is there was a cruel intentions like t- what like tv movie that where it was like fifteen years later. What the fuck is this? Wait, what? There was a cruel intentions TV movie that came out in 2016, which the moment that Why we're done didn't with. We this know? Podcast, Why
1: like I, I'm angry. I feel like, Why? like the like where are the answers? We should have been told. We're like, what? What? Okay, the writer. <laughs> Adam
0: Tex. Davis. Like, like his, like his nickname is Tex. So of (laughs) course we have, um, you know, both men in this writer, uh, this writer wrote the screenplay for spring break lawyer (laughs) nope (laughs) that was it (laughs) that was the thing that he did before do you think
1: spring break lawyer is gonna be on the podcast oh my god i just can't i could i can only assume it has a deep romance plot i just can't deal with it what spring break lawyer (laughs) Yeah, just how does that exist?
0: Um, So, yes, this movie is starring Ryan Reynolds partially in a fat suit. Uh, And you know who he is. He's Deadpool. He's, you know, kind of funny, but not really. Um, (laughs) That's my opinion. And we've got Amy Smart, who was like a big deal in like the late 90s and early 2000s. I don't remember what she was a big deal for what was she oh uh, oh okay um she was in she was varsity blues and she was uh the girl you know the girl that he was dude was trying to get in road trip
1: yeah i was going to say i mostly remember her from varsity blues but i feel like at that point in time she was she was getting a lot of work yeah yeah and she was the she was in the
0: butterfly effects with yes. uh, with uh, ashton kutcher and she had a long stint on uh um, scrubs where she was like she was a woman who's married to a guy that was in a coma and they called her tasty coma wife and, <laughs> and yes and jd dated her for a while and everybody was like Everyone was, like, angry at him because, like, how could you date someone that was married? And that was, like, a whole plot. That was actually one of the few times in Scrubs where JD was just, like, cussed everybody out and just basically, like, I can
1: be with who I want. Like, you all suck. Yeah, like, this guy's (laughs) in a coma. Like, if he wakes up, we'll deal with it. Like... That's one of those situations where I'm like, yeah, that's, I don't know if that counts as cheating. Oh yeah. And she was, uh, (laughs) if I was was in a coma, like I'd be like, go, go get your life. (laughs)
0: Uh, yes. But I feel in my opinion, the pivotal rules for Amy smart are in crank and crank,
1: crank too high voltage. (laughs) Crank too high voltage.
0: Oh, I love the crank movies. I love the crank. I love the crank. I'd rather be watching them than this movie. I mean, absolutely. Um, and then, you know, Chris Klein, one of those American Pie Boys. Which feels fitting in this movie. Yes. And uh, Anna Ferris, really the
1: MVP of this movie. <laughs> she is. She she has, there are plenty of bad roles in this movie, but she is given probably the worst lines consistently. And she, you know, she puts her comedic acting into it. Um, does that make her character funny? No, not really, because nope. it's so badly written. Nope. But it, that's not Anna's fault. She tried. She did what she could. <laughs>
0: so this movie is about a guy who was best friends with a cheerleader, but he was fat. And I say fat with braces. finger quotes because this fat suit is ridiculous because Ryan Reynolds' bone structure does not work with it. So it basically, like, they worked the prosthetic... Out from his chin and kind of like try to give him like another chin, and it just looks bizarre. It doesn't
1: look like anybody looks. E- no,
0: <laughs> like, it's like it's like a you know like a the one that they would put on um Courtney Cox and Friends or the one that they put on Gwyneth Paltrow for Shallow Hal, which we'll probably do on this show oh eventually. God. Oh yeah, be prepared for Shallow Howl. We're gonna have to do it. Like
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have to make a plan for myself after I watch Shallow Howl so I don't self-harm. <laughs> like <laughs> I will have to like go out with someone, go with friends. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Um so yeah, he's got he's got braces or something, some kind of retainer, and he's best friends with the cheerleader. Now this is what's interesting to me. Is he best friends with this cheerleader? Because if he's such a weirdo, it's very hard for me to believe that they were best friends. Like, and I understand them being friends in like middle school, and then like puberty hits, and it's great for her and like bad for him, and then they stop being friends. But the fact that they're like best friends until graduation makes me think that he wasn't as much of a weirdo as he pretends to be, because that doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, that was something I thought of too. Because I definitely thought like based on the way the movie frames it, they've been friends since childhood, and then you know puberty was nicer to her than it was to him and people were more yeah people were nicer to her but they are like best friends yeah they are like like,
0: close like their parents really know each other and like they they have like you later you find out they had like a special booth at this like diner or whatever like and his room is covered in pictures of them together
1: It's just it's not for me, that part's not believable, not because I don't think she would still be friends with him, but because I think the social structure of the school would make it way way more effort for them to be friends if if he really was as maligned as he's supposed to be in this movie like like right. at one point he claims he's one of the two biggest losers in school like they're both like him and this other guy who like has he, acne this um, other guy
0: is named rusty and yeah he has acne no dusty dusty, dusty yeah. yes he has acne and he has long hair and he tries to play Amy Smart a song in the beginning and like, it doesn't go well and like whatever. And it's like, but what it seems like is he that guy's like the, that's the weird kid in school. Like I don't also uh, so much of this doesn't make sense because if he's best friends with the most popular girl in school, then why does everyone treat him like
1: shit? And it's very like, like when, right in front of her face. like they're framing it very much like, like they hang out after school, but at school they're separate. Like, like after school they go to the diner and they hang out and stuff. But But like, she seems
0: so nice that she would hang she, out with him during school. I feel like she would.
1: Yeah, I feel like she would too. And it's very weird because she's you genuinely do believe, like based on her performance, I do believe that she really likes him for who he is. And like yeah. and that she genuinely like values him as a friend and yeah. like it's she's not being nice like you know th- she's not trolling him like she's just like yeah this is my friend you know and and so um th- i feel like the movie i mean f- first of course like we see Ryan Reynolds in a fat suit so i'm like okay cool i'm angry already um but then but then there's like this immediate inconsistency <laughs> where you're just like okay i don't really know i can't all of these things can't be true at once he can't be like one of the most hated people in school and best friends with her because I mean, social climbing exists for a reason. The reason people, like, you know, people are friends with people because that affects, like, that does affect how others view you, like, who you're friends with. So, like, if they are best friends, if anything, it would help him. Yeah. Yeah, it's, oh, my God. So
0: much of this is so... Yeah. <laughs> OK, so the, the film begins with like uh him. He's like writing. He's basically proposing to her in her yearbook, which is just so weird. And this song called I Swear is playing. Is that a Backstreet Boys song? I, I don't I'm not I'm not as close um, to like the, the white the white, you know, imitation of R&B. Like, I don't know (laughs) what this song was, but I could tell that they they had to be white, right? Like, it sounded like white Uh, guys. uh, They were
1: definitely white, yeah. I don't know if it's a Backstreet Boys song, because I didn't recognize it.
0: Oh, no, wait, 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 wait.
1: But, I mean, I also was a snob as a child, and I didn't like boy bands except Spice Girls and Hanson, so.
0: (laughs) Okay, it was... Oh, my God. Okay, so this was apparently... (laughs) wait 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 is it uh, from a group called all for one and are they black i are they Cause they just sounded, maybe it was just because Ryan Reynolds I mean, was singing the over them. Text is just, yeah, so it just made white. me think that it was the Backstreet Boys when it, when it wasn't like, is it, like, is it by? There
1: are no black people in this movie. Right. So oh it's my God. It's fair for you to assume that there's not even black musicians. So
0: I apologize if this is a black group. <laughs> I, Cause I just couldn't believe it's like, and, and if so, like he was really singing over them. <laughs> like yeah, He was. Uh, yeah, it's I swear by the moon and the stars in the sky. Wasn't that the song?
1: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh man, that I did not pay attention to this, this <laughs> I'm <song> looking <laughs> on the lyrics, like just trying to figure <laughs> out the race. I'm of like, this you're like <laughs> oh my god. I because uh, I was wait. so it's not pulling up photos of them.
0: Okay, I think that they're black. Okay, wait a second.
1: <laughs> wait, now I need to pull up photos are if it's this black? hard to. Oh my god, they
0: are. Oh, oh yeah. My god. Yeah,
1: totally. That's so funny. That's so
0: weird. I've never heard of this group before in my life. They're called All For One and they're still together.
1: What? Hey, that's a that's longevity, man.
0: Jesus. Okay.
1: Wow. Oh. <laughs> this picture of them as little babies. Aww. Cute.
0: Um so yeah and the joke is is that he's singing he's singing r&b and like you can tell because when he's singing he's like almost looking directly into the camera like the joke is isn't it funny isn't this funny that this fat guy is singing isn't it funny
1: isn't it so embarrassing for him to have this Uh, body and and, like like, enjoy life yeah how dare he yeah yeah like the
0: like of course the The opinion toward, like, fat people in this movie is terrible. Like, it's really, it's really bad. And it just feels like Ryan Reynolds, who I believe has never been fat, probably. Like, I remember seeing, like, Canadian teen shows when he was young. So, like, he hasn't, he at least hasn't been chubby since, like, like, he hasn't, old. he hasn't,
1: yeah. If he has ever been chubby, it was, it was when it didn't really matter. Yeah. Like so, to the world. So you know? like
0: just the fact that he's just this, this thing where it's like, oh, isn't it funny? Like, it's not, no, it's not. It's not funny. And between him and, uh, his, his brother who is played by, uh, what is that fucking kid's name? He's not a kid anymore. He's an adult, but he, uh, Christopher Marquette, like his, he is constantly doing the jokes about like the gay jokes where he just keeps on calling him like a homo and like all of this stuff. And it's just like between it's, the it's two so of them. It's so much just, fat shaming
1: and homophobia. It's just
0: like, mo- they're just monsters. They really, but between the two of them, I just hate them. And also in this, I'm still, I'm, I can't believe we're still on this, but in this high school flashback, don't they all look, 30
1: years old. Oh, yeah, for sure. This is
0: so insane because, like, it took a long time for me to realize that they it was their high school graduation, not their college graduation, because they look...
1: Eh, like, even if they were graduating college, I feel like they all looked old. Well, yeah, because, I mean, we've talked... Many times because we've obviously had a lot of movies with high school in them, about how you know older actors and actresses play high schoolers, and but that's it's pretty so part egregious for the here. But but there's times where it's like okay, they have this like young looking 23 year old playing a 17 year old that works. But with this, it's like everybody's in their 30s like full on and they're playing like 17 year olds. I'm like, come on. It doesn't matter how good they look. They don't look 17. That's crazy.
0: Right. And I just feel like it's because they didn't want to like cast. Well, I think part of it is that they didn't want to cast younger people for the characters because that would cost more money. But I also think they wanted to show like the dramatic difference in his body, but his body also wouldn't look exactly the same as it did. Like he basically looks exactly the same as he did when he was 17, But just, like, minus the fat suit. Like, there's no difference. Like, he doesn't look younger (laughs) in those
1: flashbacks. He just looks like a 30-year-old man in a
0: fat suit.
1: Yeah, it doesn't... It Yeah, it's so... It's like... (sighs) I just sorry i'm trying to gather my words
0: oh my god like like the popular guy tim the popular guy tim looks like a father of four (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) that's the other thing is like they did not like uh, no no shade on that actor like for how he looks but like it was weird to me because in these movies he looks I'm, like a I'm, dad. Yeah, I'm never attracted to like the the jock, you know, even when they are quote unquote very hot. But this guy didn't even look like he would have been like considered hot and cool in high school. He just, yeah, he looked like a dad who like yells at little league games, you know, and like like I was like, well, how is this supposed to be the popular guy in school? Yeah, Amy Smart is just like, what is happening with her life? It's so. We-
0: Oh my god! Okay, so also, and I can't believe we're still in the flashback, but this this flashback scene is ridiculous. When and this flashback
1: com- really has more going on than most of the movies. So. Yes,
0: and she comes when she comes into the bedroom, she's like, "Oh my god,
1: hey!" She's like constantly like kicking her legs in the air. Oh yeah, there's this very weird so sexual strange. tension like where she's like leaning over him and climbing over him, and like she has a short skirt on, and she's like. Rolling backwards in the bed, like I'm like, this She's is moving very so weird. So much in the bed, like, too much. Like- I mean, it's we, it is, let's be real, it's weird enough that they're hanging out in a bed together. Like, yeah, no, like, it's weird. I, like, I have had plenty of male friendships that are platonic, and in general, we don't hang out in beds together. Like, that's a weird boundary in general, <laughs> like, uh. Yeah, and then, and then, yeah, she's she, like, puts her head in his lap. I'm like, oh my come God. on. Like, yeah. you cannot be this dense.
0: Yeah, and it was, so this whole thing, this whole flashback is like, it's time to get out of the friend zone. He wants to give her the yearbook. That, yeah, like, he's got to let her know those feelings. That, that has all the stuff, and Dusty gets in the way, but then they get rid of him. And, <laughs> and also in the scene, she puts him in the, this, like, Best friend t-shirt Which is mortifying.
1: Oh it's horrible It's horrible It's like something that Like you would get A friend as a joke But you'd never expect Them to wear But she gets it genuinely Like isn't this so cute And it's like Has a horrible pun And it's like Them as cats Um And then she makes him put it on and it's too tight on him, which is also supposed to be funny. And then he like, of course, hates it, but he's wearing it because he loves her. And then yearbooks get switched.
0: And so he has the popular guy's yearbook and the popular guy has his yearbook. And then the popular guy starts reading the whole thing out to everyone, which is even isn't this her house? Like, I feel like I'm not saying that anything could happen at a party, but I feel like she should be able to lock it down in those kind of situations. Like they're not at school. They're not at like some yeah, other places. Somebody
1: else. else's house party. It's
0: so weird that she just like lets it happen and like acts like she has no agency in that situation. Yes, you do. You can kick all of these people out.
1: Yeah. She really doesn't have agency. I do feel like that is one thing that like, her character grows from like, Oh yeah, She definitely is a pushover and she's like, you know, a 17 year old. And then like later she's like, what are you dudes doing? (laughs) Like she like calls dudes out on their shit. Um, but yeah, she doesn't have agency and it is weird because like, I don't know, these, these high school movies always have the scene where something really humiliating happens and like everyone's laughing at someone. And I know that that stuff does happen, you know, um, Sometimes because people can be cruel, but it's always just such a, like, outrageous circumstance. And I'm just like, I don't... I feel like most high schoolers, like, if if somebody was like, do you want to hear this guy's yearbook? they just be drinking, and they'd be like, no. <laughs> like, yeah, like, who cares? They'd be like, this this I'm trying no to make point. out like, with everyone's someone. Everyone's <laughs> like, trying to get laid. Like, why?
0: Yeah. Like, why this? Uh, you know, um, Can't Hardly Wait does a great thing, uh, which I don't know if we'll ever do it on the show, because I can't remember whether it's good or not. But there's there's a girl in it. I, I think feel like played, it's a little too
1: good for the yeah, podcast.
0: Yeah, played by Melissa Joan Hart, who wants everybody to, like, sign her yearbook. and Like, no one cares, because they're trying to get
1: laid and stuff. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah, that's way more realistic. <laughs> that's Nobody's like, ooh, what's the because honestly, even if he was like, Oh, this guy is a crush, I really feel like 17 year olds wouldn't care that much. They'd be like, Okay, yeah, he has a crush like on they're the they're pretty not cheerleader, 13. like, <laughs> not that juicy, like, very yeah. expected, like, very safe choice. Like, who
0: cares about crushes? Like, when everyone's trying to get laid, yeah, <laughs> like, that,
1: like, they they would have been like, I don't know, building a bong, and like, yes, somebody would have, I don't know, had coke. Like, I, I don't think they would have cared about some guy's yearbook, uh, yeah. So, uh,
0: so then we flash back after that big, no, no, we flash forward after this big embarrassment he's just like such a hot guy. And he's like, he, he lives in L.A. He dumps. Yeah, he's like a music uh, agent or something. And he dumps a woman. And then a minute later, he finds like another woman to date. And it's just like, ah, uh, he's so good. Look at him. It's he's like, so like, he attractive. He made it.
1: Like, he's like the cool. He's the popular guy now. Take that, dude. Tim. Did you
0: notice <laughs> that every woman that he's with, like, has just like an aggressive amount of lip gloss? But, like, there's so much lip gloss going on. It's just like.
1: They just looked shiny. <laughs> there's a lot of lip gloss. There's a lot of lip gloss. There's there's even, like, um a good amount of, like, spaghetti strap action. Oh, yeah, there was spaghetti which strap. Which ap- interesting, because this was made a little bit after the spaghetti strap moment. Oh, yeah. Everyone looks like... It feels like it's trying to be almost a 90s movie, Everyone's but it's, like... Everyone's dressed
0: like they're in, like, the Josie and the Pussycats movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so strange, but, yeah. And then, so he has a friend that we never see again, and he's like advising him. it's just like you don't you don't want to go to lunch with this girl.' You're, she's trying to put you in the friend zone. And then the guy's like, what is the friend zone? And so then Ryan Reynolds can go through this whole thing where it's like, don't be her friend. No matter what, kiss her at the end of the date. make sure the date is at
1: night. blah blah blah. Just, just like, like if you go to lunch, you're immediately in the friend zone and it's too late. <laughs> And she'll never think of you as anything more than a friend. Oh my gosh. How horrible. <laughs> uh, <why laughs> Can you imagine if somebody thought of you as a friend? No, it's like, what, uh, what <laughs> a nightmare. What if she just likes you as a person? <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's, it's really just uh,
0: this whole like friend zone thing. I mean, it's obvious that this is a podcast that does
1: not recognize the friend zone as a no. thing. Like, no, we do not. There is unrequited love um that's i feel like you could say unrequited crush um and that does exist the friend zone does not exist it is nope. a manipulative space that was created by people who don't know how to deal with rejection yeah i i don't know if i know anyone who has gone their whole entire romantic life without being rejected by a friend like i include myself yeah people there's also this thing that straight men think that women somehow can never be rejected like um in by like by men or by male friends, and that that can happen. Um, Yeah. But it's called rejection. It's not called the friend zone. (laughs) Yep. So anyways. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. This whole movie is about, like, him. It's like he could never let go of the fact that he got humiliated, and she didn't like him back, and how dare... How dare she? How dare she not want to fuck him? How dare she not want to date him and just value him as a friend? And so now he... I guess that, like, motivated him. He's like, I'm going to lose weight and become this shallow, obnoxious L.A. guy so that women will want to be with me, except I'll never want to be with them because I'm afraid of intimacy because I haven't let go of this thing from high school. Okay, bro. I obviously so, love this movie. So healthy. No, I mean, okay, <laughs> so uh,
0: he has this boss, Stephen Root, who I don't I don't get what the joke with Stephen Root is. I mean, always nice to see him. Don't get the joke. Um uh, and he assigns him to take care of this pop star played by Anna Faris. Anna Faris. Um.
1: Is, oh, it's Samantha James. Is Samantha James. Yeah. Our first shot of Samantha James is her on this ad for um spreading vegetarianism to third world countries. Um. Yep. And like. Samantha James is, yeah, she's a pop star who's really into diets and, like, being not even vegan. She's something else. Um, She could only have, like, I think the only meat that she can have is fish. Oh, so she's, like, a pescatarian? Yeah, something like that. And, uh... Like, I mean, basically, like, you know, she's an it girl and I guess it's intuited by the movie that she's not actually a good musician or a good artist. She's just shallow and hot and crazy because I guess they wanted that. Um, And like I was saying before we started recording, they could have had... Anna Ferris is a really funny actress. They could have had her play a really funny, horrible pop star, but they, they made Samantha James so cartoony. It's not funny. Like she's just, it's like, she can't be in one conversation without doing something. It, it made me think of Wu a little bit. Like, yeah. like they couldn't let her like finish a sentence without like, well, the part throwing of is, something at someone or just like screaming something weird. And I was just like, okay. The thing about Anna
0: Ferris, I think what happens with all of her roles is that she is so hot that they don't know how to do that they're just like okay how can we make her not hot like can we (laughs) how can we distract from this um (laughs) and and the way they do it is just like to make her really weird
1: (laughs) yeah and they do it it's so bad
0: Like they should let her be
1: hot and like in a horrible way. That would have been awesome.
0: Like, or like hot and like an adorable way too. like, like the house bunny, which I know like is not well rated. She's fucking amazing. in the house bunny, the house bunny is a great showcase for her talent. Unfortunately made by happy Madison who does not know how to do things about women. (laughs) Yeah. But like, she's great in it. And I, and I want more of that. I believe that, Anna Ferris's comedic chops are like, like Marilyn Monroe level. Like I really, really like her and believe in her talent. And I think that she has just been cast so badly in everything because no one knows how to have someone be attractive and funny at the same time without underwriting them. Like they do with Mila Kunis all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. And this, this movie is such a prime example of that because like, N- there are there are no characters in this movie where I'm like oh yeah that's a person, um they're all like obnoxious like like that's a person I want to hang out. There's no with.
0: one to like. In There's this no, movie. really
1: no one to like. Like even Amy Smart who like I I suppose would be the most likable just kind of bores me. Um <laughs> which I don't know what else to say. I'm just like okay I guess. Um yeah. But Anna Faris's lines are awful like she's just it's so such a horrible character it's so badly written but she she like she's she gives it what she can she yeah I mean she's a great she's a great actress so
0: yeah she's she's one of she's like she's Ryan Reynolds ex and she's supposed to be like crazy and she also wants to be a better artist so she's like carrying her acoustic guitar around trying to write the song called forgiveness <laughs> But she can't seem to get like any more than like three lines out before the writing stops. And she keeps on saying things like, I need to transcend
1: (laughs) Which is like (laughs) Yeah, it's like who says that? Um, and
0: she when she also when she tries to get with Ryan Reynolds, her approach is like really, really aggressive, which is like later in the movie, they try to be like, oh, we're trying to juxtapose the fact that she's trying to force herself on him with him trying to force herself on his friend. But it's like, no, but like, she's not a person like she's a cartoon. So to compare you to is weird. Like and it she just yeah, and she work. didn't trick
1: him with like a friendship and then like basically. she she's very clear about her intentions. I mean yeah, she's, like, she's really basically aggressive. like I want to have sex with you right now. Like that is she very different than point, being friends with someone and then and then angry at them for not like having feelings for you.
0: And at one point she says,
1: God, I wanna lick your skin off. <laughs> yeah. Like she she feel like this she feels like she's like on cocaine the whole time. Like, <laughs> There's yes. yeah.
0: Yeah. So she gets like this fish dish and she, they're on like her private plane and she puts it in the microwave with the, with the, with the aluminum foil still on it. So she sets the plane on fire and they, they like crash <laughs> and they crash. Oh no. In New Jersey, where he's from. <laughs> So he has to go back to New Jersey and then he like begrudgingly like sees his mom and then you find out from his mom that like he hasn't been back home in like almost a decade. Like when he wants to see her he just like flies her out so that she does so that he doesn't have to go back home so no one has seen him.
1: Yeah. Like, his brother hasn't seen him. No one's seen him. (laughs) Which is, like, it's so weird. And his brother, like, gets so excited. He's like, oh, my gosh, is this, like, my Christmas present? But I'm just thinking, okay, if I hadn't seen my sibling for 10 years and they had the money to come see me, I would... I don't know if I'd be excited. Like, I, I would I would be like, I have some questions. And his brother's just like, oh, man, I haven't seen you since I was, like, you know, five. Oh <laughs> What's up? God. The <laughs> brother,
0: but the brother. his the brother's mate, awful. His his two motivations or the two things that he does is he's like, you, you're still fat to me, you homo. Like, it's just terrible. And then he also wants to fuck Samantha James. And it's clear that she does not want to fuck him. <laughs> Yeah. And so he just like creepily is just like salivating it the entire time. Like I think she does fuck him eventually, maybe. Yeah, it's implied it is. But then but then like it's very clear that she does not like him.
1: <laughs> yeah, she doesn't like him. And he's like supposed to be eighteen. Oh yeah, he's eight which is so just So he's like <laughs> ten years younger than her, so that's creepy too. Oh yeah,
0: no, it's so creepy.
1: <laughs> that she like <laughs> <laughs> like i can't imagine wanting to be with an 18 year old that i don't know it's so that strange. should be illegal it almost is um yeah, yeah. and so like you this know, movie so is
0: about how women are scary because also when we see the mom the mom like dotes on him and is kind and like kind of an airhead it's
1: just like <laughs> I yeah none of the women wi- like women are terrifying in this movie it's like You know, uh, Amy Smart's bad because she doesn't want to have sex with him. But then Samantha James is bad because she does want to have sex with him. And his mom's bad because she's like actually emotionally available and like loves him and like actually gives him the affirmation he acts like he wants from women. And like like uh, it's not like the male characters are great or anything but like they're not positioned I mean, as you can being tell that
0: this movie was made by men like because it's about how scary women are and I noticed a lot of in a lot of movies especially sex comedies yes um, it's about how scary women are when they're not fucking you <laughs> and yeah even, and even sometimes and, how scary they are when they are, are fucking like if,
1: if it's not you who's pretty much calling the shots on how it's gonna go they're scary um and this movie like really doubles down on that like amy's like there's nothing scary about amy smart's character she is about as palatable as you come in this movie like she's very sweet and like warm and you know i don't know she's not it's it's just it's exhausting like like i feel like this movie hates women um but it doesn't even know women well enough to hate them. <laughs> yeah. it's
0: it, They're like a weird mystery. Yeah. And also the just the way, it, I don't know, it's nothing. Like people say, oh, the little brother character says that he like slaps the ham to Samantha's poster at some point, which made me want. Made me want to die.
1: Oh, yeah, it was super gross.
0: And then the mom's just like, What ham? Hey, I hope it's not the ham that we got for the holidays. Okay, <laughs> a lot of
1: movies do this thing where like moms, it's like moms have never fucked or something. Like, where like, like she the created mom two of children. like the teenage boys has no idea what they're talking about. And I'm so over that. Like, Yeah, sure, there are moms that, like, don't know the slang or whatever that their kids are using. But, like, moms are not, like, these prudish idiots because they're moms. Like, they're still ladies that have fucked and probably still do and have a sexuality. And it's not that the mom's sexuality needs to be in there. I just think it's so weird how these... This kind of movie, like... Like it's like a shitty version of a shitty Judd Apatow movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> has like this perfect sweet mom who like doesn't know what her sons would ever be talking about. So like, stop it! Women are smart. <laughs> like if if they if if the mom pretends to not know, it's because she doesn't want to listen to her disgusting son talk. So that's my rant about moms. Yes, yes, it was wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so. Can we talk about how everyone is rich in this movie? Yes, <laughs> like every like they they keep on like trying to despair like between like wealth and everything, but like, uh, Ryan Reynolds' house is huge. Amy Smart's house is
1: huge. Like everyone's fucking loaded. <laughs> I
0: don't yeah, know why, but it, it, it uh, upset they do it have me. really
1: really big houses. Um,
0: and so like it's weird when he cause when he runs into Amy Smart she's working at the bar she's she's a substitute teacher studying to be like get her full time certification and she's living with her parents and he treats it like like this like terrible step down it's like everyone has a huge house why wouldn't she live with her parents she can get so much privacy in this giant house you could fuck in like a roo- like the parents wouldn't know like that's so big like my like the, like the small house that I lived in had like three rooms like if you fucked like everyone would know about it like it's
1: (laughs) yeah it it was like like so this movie acted like he left this tiny like rural poor town like that's the way he acts but then it's really just like kind of a rich suburb
0: yeah and he comes Um, and he
1: comes back with this whole
0: like uh you know he basically does the thing that Shirley Starron does in Young Adult but like without any of the nuance or the irony or like the you know the
1: social commentary where it's just like I'm I'm awesome and like all these people suck yeah he's like look at all the cool stuff i did and how no one did anything and like um it's like no one cares no one's asking him (laughs)
0: yeah no one no one really everyone seems happy like his best friend from high school is married to like his Um, the best friend's girlfriend from high school, and they seem very happy, and they're both dentists, and they work in the same dentist office. I honestly wanted a movie. Yeah, they were like, they were actually maybe the
1: only people I liked because they were like, they they kind of were just like, okay, dude, calm down, (laughs) like, like when he like, uh, I think they were, yeah, they were with him at the bar when he first saw Amy, and, um. And, like, was, like, oh. And, and, like, they were kind of, like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Like, we're adults. Like, (laughs) you should be able to talk to a woman that you had a crush on when you were 17. Shouldn't be that hard.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so he's there. And he has on a Ferris. And he decides like he gets like a light bulb it's like you know what i can i can prove that how much better i am by like fucking amy smart but in order to do that he has to get rid of samantha so he asks his horny brother to detain her and just like keeps on like leaving her with like this like lecherous man child thing <laughs> and she's like rightfully annoyed like she acts like crazy... Anna Faris acts crazy in the movie, but she has a right to
1: be annoyed. She's just, like, with this teenager. Yeah, she... And, and like, I don't really... I, hon- I don't know if I didn't watch the movie well enough, but I don't really understand... Like, I get that the plane crashes, but I don't understand why they're in Jersey for so long. Like, he works for a record company that wants to sign her. Yeah, they were just to,
0: they were like, supposed to leave the exact, like, night. They were supposed to get on the next flight, but then he decides...
1: He decides to just stay because he wants to impress Amy and he wants to eventually sleep with her. So he's just lying to... Samantha and like keeping her there and his boss like doesn't even come back into the picture until later. So I'm just like, I'm just like, I kept going crazy just being like, how the hell would he not be fired immediately for this? Um, and and also how is he like, how is he acting like there's anything delaying them? They're in Jersey. They can easily get on a flight from Newark, like.
0: Yeah, and I, oh, just so much of this just seemed weird because I'm just like, you don't know what your brother is gonna do to Samantha. I spent like a lot of the movie wondering like if he was gonna like assault her or something, and then I guess she. Like
1: she got horny she, and they made yeah. it like, Oh my gosh, the creepiest thing ever that a woman would be horny, even though the men are like horny in this whole movie. And like, she, and she's just like, I'm horny. And I'm like, this is not how women are. Oh my gosh.
0: And so they go to the mall and she's also like constantly getting hurt. So they go to the mall and she like falls over like the banister. Cause you know, when the two floor malls and there's like this whole open area, she falls over. So like, she's being watched by the brother and the brother is constantly like letting her be in harm's way. And then she just has scenes where she's just, like, super high and her head is wrapped up like it's, like, a cartoon. And it's just, uh.
1: It's so bad. In the meantime, like...
0: And we're supposed to be happy that she's in pain for some reason.
1: Yeah, this movie really hates her. Um, because I guess she's hot, but also she's crazy and she's shallow and she's not a good artist. And I'm like, who are you mad at? Like, what is this? So so then, like... Um, like, Amy's, Amy's excited to see... Um, She's excited to see. I'm. I'm just using their actor names. <laughs> yeah. She's excited to see Ryan at first, um, and then he asks her if he, she wants to get lunch, and they do. And then at lunch, he's like totally name dropping and just being a prick. Um, and he freaks out at the woman at the diner because she gives him the pancakes he used to eat, and he's like, "I'm not that. Okay, Look at but, me."
0: Okay. So here's the thing, like. That was like the one scene where I was just like, Why did she do this? Like, why didn't she just like take his order? <laughs> and this is so weird. Yeah, to me. no, that was that she was like s- being trolled. And then like Amy Smart's just like, Why are you being such a dick? And I'm just like, He doesn't eat sugar. Yeah. Don't give him sugar. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah,
1: it was it's also like if you really haven't been here in ten years, even if it's the same person working there, I highly doubt they're gonna like act like no time has passed. Like they're probably going to be like, Oh, Hey, what's up? Do you still eat this? Yeah. (laughs) keep
0: on calling him like, (laughs) like a chubby bunny or something. And I'm just like, Oh my
1: God. And I also like, don't, I mean, I I don't know. I, I don't really believe that somebody working at work would call him like, an adult working at a diner is going to call him this stuff.
0: Yeah, no, it's very know. weird. It's like, yeah. he acts like the entire town is invested in him being fat. And I'm just like, I just don't believe it. Yeah. Like, maybe people at your
1: school, but not like the whole town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's like he was the only fat person they all met, and they all decided they hated him or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. what it feels
1: like. I'm just like, also, there would be other fat people. It wouldn't be a big deal. Like, what's like going being on? Fat is perfectly normal.
0: Yeah, Why, wouldn't like, there be? What,
1: yeah, I don't get it. So, uh,
0: and then this, uh, this, this movie is just so weirdly juvenile. Like the scene with the brother when he like gives his brother a wedgie, and then like we get to watch Ryan Reynolds. Hack a loogie on someone like this grown man at your big age, like this is disgusting. Yeah,
1: it's so gross. It's like, I I just if if I was an alien and I watched this movie, I would be so confused. Uh, I you know I would be like, okay, so men are really women are scary and men are really dumb. <laughs> like I don't know. It's just. Like, so yeah, they go on this lunch and he's like name dropping and he's like, he takes a call in the middle of lunch, classic movie move. Um, and so she's like, Oh, he's changed. He takes calls now, which that I was kind of like, I don't know. Sometimes someone has to take a call. Um, and then like he drives her home and I don't know what he was expecting if he thought they were like gonna have sex after lunch or something, but um, she's kind of distant because she's just like, doesn't. He's not connecting with her the way that he used to. And in that level, I'm a little bit, I'm a little on his side in this sense where I'm like, does she really expect him to be the exact same? Like it's been 10 years. He's moved away. He's going to be a little different, you know? Um, But he is being a total asshole. So he like walks through the door and it's obvious that he's like so upset that like they're not fucking in his car or something. And he like goes in for a hug and she like, Gives them a hug and is it's very short and they don't kiss or anything. Because again, this is a lunch date. (laughs) Like, I don't I don't get it. And then he like she goes inside and then he gets in the car and he's like yelling at himself and like like imitating himself at lunch he's like oh and then she's like she left her gloves in the car so she's watching him through the window and she just knocks on the window and he rolls it down and gives her her gloves and then he goes home and his shithole brother is immediately like did you boink her he says boink like 18 times in this movie I can't believe it like (laughs) I can't believe
0: anyone's behavior in this movie, but like, yeah, just like all this, uh, the idea that like everyone's fucking invested in whether or not he fucks it's her. Like, again it's, like, it's so
1: weird and like, It's like and a crazy. game that everyone's watching. Like no one. She's like, a person also he's a grown man who's had sex it's not that exciting. Like,
0: like, <laughs> I, like I'm from a small town and I can tell you that like there's no way I would like walk into a bar or something and then everybody's like oh have you seen like all of those other guys that you fucked are you gonna try to like fuck them again? Like no one cares. Like, no. If the person is in direct proximity that when they care, but like it's like everybody's writing in their diaries about this. Like, who cares?
1: yeah, it's super weird. Like with his brother, it just feels like his bro- like an extension of his brother's voyeurism. Like he's just like, oh, I look at these posters of Samantha James all the time, and now I'm thinking about I you, with the woman my who ham. scorned you.
0: Yeah, he slaps his ham. Who
1: says that?
0: Ugh. Who has ever said that? Where is that? his shame?
1: Where is his shame? Come Not- on, <laughs> where is it? <sighs> so. I mean, basically, I mean, you guys can already, you know, the plot of the movie already is him trying to win her back. But so this is where the other guy from high school comes into play, Dusty. Dusty makes a return and he spoiler has his skin has cleared up and now he is, I don't know, I guess now, now he's, now he's Chris
0: Klein and Chris Klein at pool. Like he's one of those guys where it's like, he's so perfect. He's so nice. And then he of course turns out to be an asshole because no one can ever be nice. Nice men don't exist. They're just dying. The
1: only time that they are nice is when they are trying to fuck a woman. They're just that's giant what talking dicks is basically what men are. Apparently <laughs> this movie <laughs> also like, that's the interesting thing is like, as reductive as it is towards women and as as much as it makes women these like shrill, scary creatures, it also I'm like, okay, it also this makes was, men look awful. This was created by men. Do they really like have they never met good dudes or do they hate themselves so much? Like See, this I, like like I really don't believe these men have ever had deep male friendships with anyone, because if this is what they think men are like. I I guess I'm defending men.
0: No, (laughs) it's wild. Okay. So, uh, um,
1: my friend, Lindsay Ellis, who I'm
0: surprised if I haven't mentioned her on this podcast yet, she did, she's done this great YouTube series on transformers and about like the way that it like all different, like different lenses, like feminist lens from an economic lens, you know, I think they're going to try to do it from like a racial lens at some point, which will definitely be interesting because transformers is racist as hell. Um, but uh, when she talks about uh, a feminist critique of Transformers, of course, you know, there was a lot to say about, like, Megan Fox and the way that she was objectified by the camera. But she also talked about the way that the Transformers franchise objectifies men and makes them seem like terrible humans. Like, yeah. I feel like, and that made me do, like, a lot of thinking about these, like, movies made by men where it's, like... Men don't just hate women like they hate themselves, it seems like.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it does feel like this um, lack of emotional connection to themselves that is stifled by toxic masculinity. I'm sorry. I know people hate that phrase, but. Oh, yeah, they do. Um it is stifled by this pressure to not express yourself. And like, you're going to get bullied or people are going to call you names. And so then you're not able to connect with yourself and then you can't connect with others. And then women are these terrifying others. And, and honestly other men are beyond a certain extent. And yeah, these movies that are reductive towards women are usually also very reductive towards men. And so I'm like, okay, there's a deeper emotional thing here. Um, Yeah, yeah. I mean... I I
0: love how we just got really deep here, but, like, I feel like this is a problem with, like... Part of the reason why I think these rom-coms made by men are so bad is because there's just, like, no respect for anyone on any level. It's just this idea that, like... Like, it's inherently indecent to want to have sex with each other and want to be with each other, and that it has to be like
1: bad or. Well, it's a fear like of intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's just like acting like any form, like intimacy is weak or, or it has to be gross or ill motivated. It's like, no, it's human and it's vulnerable. And that's terrifying for sure. <laughs> like, um,. So yeah, I mean, it's like Dusty comes on the scene and, and and of course he's doing a better job at wooing Amy. And so then Ryan Reynolds is angry because now this other dude came and he he didn't just like become this LA guy and lose the weight for nothing. Um, so there's this gross like sparring between them. And at first we don't know that Dusty is secretly a scumbag. We just think he's like a nice guy that like plays music at the hospital and like volunteers and works as an EMT. Um and, yeah, I mean, eventually, like, it blows up. Like, eventually, um, Ryan Reynolds finds out. Dusty's like, oh, yeah. Like, he basically is like, haha, I'm getting back we're at her we're for all, rejecting and Like,
0: he just like, yeah, dude. Like, you're getting back at her, too. Isn't it great that we're both like objectifying like, this woman together? He, like, serves
1: her right for not wanting to fuck us. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's so abusive. It, it really is. Yeah,
0: and they're just, like. In this idea that, like, Chris Klein knew it all along and is just like,
1: yeah, yeah, he's we're like, going to, like, we're going to get this bitch. Like, it's so <laughs> disgusting. It's so gross. And then, of course, this is where Ryan Reynolds' humanity comes out. And he's like, hey, I actually care about her, even though I'm an asshole. <laughs> and, and so then he, like, goes to warn her because she's pretty much been, like, seeing Chris, but they're not actually, like, having sex or anything. Like, they're, they're like, going on dates, but she's pretending they're not dates, I guess. Um, yeah, and it's really it's really weird. She also like, like she gets on my nerves because she pretends to not know what's going on all the time, right? Like it's like, like if you don't want to hang out with him, don't hang out just with him. Don't. If you want to fuck him,
0: like be upfront about it. Like I understand like stringing him along a little bit because he's sure. being a dick, but like to the extent that she does it, I'm just like, there's give a point
1: where you can just be like, hey, dude, like I love hanging out. I just want to let you know nothing's gonna happen. You know, like that's it's awkward, but you can do that. But she never does that in this movie, and so the men are obviously like being extremely horrible, but like, there's also this aspect where I'm like, okay, she does not take responsibility for any of any of her actions as well. And also she um,
0: there's this idea that like, he used to be sensitive and he's not anymore. And she's just like, who's the friend that I had? And I like, I feel like he was never sensitive. Like, I just
1: don't think so. Yeah. I think, I think she just can see who he is now. Like, cause she's a little less self-absorbed so she can like see, you know, what he's doing. And and so, yeah, so Ryan Reynolds is like, hey, this I just want you to know, like, Dusty's lying to you. And, and then she's like, oh, really? And she's like, you're so jealous. She's like, that's what he said about you. And then there's, like, some bullshit, and they both get in, like, a fight, and it's, <sighs> like, very dramatic and exhausting. I'm and, and by both, I mean both men. And she's just like, stop it, you guys. And then that's when um, Ryan Reynolds yells one of the rudest lines in the movie, when he's basically just, like, I can't believe, like, have fun being the girl who peaked in high school. Oh, my Which is one of the meanest things I have ever... I can't imagine saying that. There are brutally violent things people have said to me, and and somehow that seems like it would hurt more. Right,
0: because, like, okay, the fact that, like, spoiler alert, she does get with him in the end, it's wild to me that she does because... Anyone who would say that to me, like if anyone said that to me, you wouldn't be like, it's weird that she can like brush that off as just like, oh yeah, he was just mad. No, that I would
1: never say that to someone, not, not no. someone that I liked. Like hurtful things can come out when people are mad, but you still do learn a little bit of what they think of you. And if, if that comes out so quick, like, mm-mm, nope, like that, that's, that was there. That was at the tip of his tongue.
0: <sighs> this movie. This movie is just, it's so trying. I don't know. It's so
1: exhausting. And yeah. And of course they end up together and he like realizes that the friend zone was a like, Oh, she does. Oh, I should, I feel like we should bring up. She does actually try to make a move on Ryan at one point.
0: And then he's too nervous
1: because he actually likes her. Yeah. And so he like fumbles it and like basically she feels rejected. So she assumes he's not in her, and then he freaks out on her. And then she's like, well, I tried to make a move. And he's like, oh, well, and then and then like, yeah, he has he realizes that the friend zone like. Oh it was my, a stupid yeah. concept, and yeah. that feelings are complicated, and then they end up together, and I just like hate everyone. Uh, yeah,
0: and we missed so much like shenanigans, but like I mean, like who yeah, cares? like I don't need to
1: describe every time someone like fell off a chair. Oh you know? yeah,
0: and when uh, there's a scene where Ryan Reynolds gets all of his teeth knocked out, which I feel like gets that's a whole movie of. in itself yeah it's so weird like it's so he got like a mouth full of at least his front teeth back like how much money does he actually have i feel like he
1: spent thousands of dollars oh on yeah dental this dental surgery is so expensive oh
0: my god but yeah this is so it's stupid it's so
1: bad you guys so don't watch it watch watch young adult instead i
0: really hope that just movies like this just stop
1: i know i stop i do feel comforted that I haven't seen an, an, a trailer for something like this. Yeah.
0: I think that the last like bro rom-com that I can think of that came out that got like a full widescreen release was that awkward moment, which we'll eventually do on this podcast. But I am sure that that awkward moment won't annoy us as much as no. this did or she's
1: out of my league did. There's just no way. No, this and she's out of my league would like be friends. Like if they were people, they would be friends. Um, they exist in the same universe. <laughs> I mean, the
0: closest I think, um, that new cause I finally I saw the trailer for What Men Want. It's like playing in theaters now. It it also has this very like retrograde attitude about men where it's like all they're thinking about is either like farting, food, or fucking like the three Fs. And I just I already know that I'm not gonna like the movie because it's like you could read men's thoughts and this is what they're thinking about. Like I like that the joke is that men are stupid because like i agree but like they have complex thoughts and i just feel like we're not really doing
1: you can make fun of people in smart ways without like (laughs)
0: flattening them i feel like
1: these movies don't get that you could have a guy thinking about a book but like i I don't know like
0: there's so many things you can do have thoughts like when i ask kyle what he's thinking of he's always like Trying to figure out, like, if he should, like, relearn Dutch. Yeah, or, like, I th- know. Th- like, 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 people think about <laughs> things. People have thoughts. In fact,
1: I feel like people's interior lives are often the most intelligent parts of them. Because, like, f- being able to communicate your thoughts out loud is harder than having them. And and often in conversation, you know, we want to keep it light. So I'm always annoyed when these thought reading um these thought reading plots just reveal that no one's thinking about anything. And I'm like, no, I feel like it would reveal like layers of anxiety. <laughs> like, um, yeah, but so, I mean, this movie is psychically draining and. Oh yes. It's, it's awful. Um, like I want to write Anna Ferris just like an apology letter, but yeah, I, I think I she's fine. I do too.
0: Well, I mean, she's getting divorced. Yeah. I hope she's okay because I heard that uh Chris Pratt is dating one of Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughters
1: yeah she, he is <sighs> he is
0: I hope she gets someone better I mean he I mean Chris Pratt kind of sucks,
1: so like I
0: feel like she can only
1: go up from there, <laughs> yeah and i I feel like she can build her career and before she gets some other messy man. Yeah. Yep. Gets a good one. Yep. But we, we appreciate you guys for going on this journey with us. Yep. Um, you're all in the friend zone. Um, yeah, because you're our friends. Yeah. We love you. <laughs> um, and yeah, feel free to follow us on Twitter. Um, Bad Romance Pod. You can follow us. You can listen to us on all of the things on the Spotify and yes, the please go on Apple Podcasts Give us
0: a review. Follow us. Um, and did we did we mention that uh, one of the actors from
1: <laughs> yes, one of the, the actors sp- from The Spirit of Christmas um, listened to
0: our episode and liked it and then like reached out to us on yes. Instagram and it's great.
1: Yeah, Charles. He was the he was um the brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he tagged he tagged the actress who played Lily. So who knows? Maybe maybe we'll start a Christmas romance with them.
0: Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. Instead of watching this, watch Spirit of Christmas again.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> what a fun time. Truly. <laughs> um, Thank yeah. you, guys. Yeah. Bye. We love you. Bye. Aww, yeah. Back it up, it up. Let's dump this truck. Oh yeah, back it up, back it up Uh uh yeah, let's go